People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hello, Brothers Talk family around the world, wherever you're listening and holding your critical thinking conversations to promote activism to uplift our people. To our first-time listeners, thank you for tuning in to help us with the work of encouraging and educating as well as endorsing and inspiring new and existing Black businesses to empower and enrich the Black community. Spring break season is officially here with Easter right around the corner, meaning the resulting all too certain spikes in the new COVID reality. And we'll keep reminding that hundreds of people are still dying each day from coronavirus and its complications. So we're still urging everyone to keep that in mind and be careful when you're out and about. If you haven't gotten your vaccination or your boosters and you're traveling, remember that wearing a mask helps prevent the spread of all respiratory infections, including flu and RSV2. And if you're staying in hotel rooms or other rented dwellings, don't take anything for granted or forget to use disinfectants. You don't want to end your vacation trip in the hospital, and you definitely don't want to be the one transmitting it to your medically fragile family and friends. The over 1.2 million people in this country having lost their lives to the pandemic to date is more than the population of Waco, Green Bay, Spartanburg, and Tallahassee combined. Come on, people. We can and we must do better to stop the spread. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking. Thanks, Rod. And hey, family, uh, thank you for your continued support. We're going to keep beating this COVID drum until it's eradicated. But hey, you have to do your part. Uh, and, and, and it just looks like more and more every day, everywhere I go, uh, it's like I'm the long ranger. I'm the only person with a mask on. And like Roy stated, you know, hundreds of people are still dying every day and just because people are saying that oh i'm done with COVID, that doesn't mean that 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 COVID is on i heard over i heard somebody said you know well you know it's no longer a pandemic so i don't know that you know just because they're not reporting on the news they're not reporting on the news simply because people got tired of being harassed for telling the truth about a pandemic that's killed over a million people so whether we're still in the pandemic or not i don't know but i think with this upcoming easter I saw something where they're uh, they're predicting that after Easter celebration, that there is going to be an upsurge in the virus. So you still got to be due diligent. Go out, get your shot, get your boosters, and you know wear your mask, protect yourself, and protect other people. And do go out and pack, support Black businesses. We're continuing to take the fight to the right over their attempts to demonize wokeness. While Dems and so-called liberals may be too mild-mannered or indifferent or just unwilling to engage in the battle, we are not. You see, when we Black African-Americans invented the term woke, it wasn't meant as a political term for us, but as a matter of life and death. We said woke to mean that we had opened our eyes to the prospect that every day that we wake up in this country could be our last at the hands of a law enforcement system that has its roots. It's DNA of policing in the slave patrols, 
And that explains why we're over two and a half times more likely to be shot by the police than Europeans, even though, according to the census, there are over four times as many of them committing 13 percent more non-fatal violent crimes. And the numbers of fatal violent crimes are statistically equal. Woke means that we have to protect our lives by doing something about this gross abuse of police power that keeps us, the largest, longest, continuous ethnic group of citizens of this country, from expecting the same equal protection under the law as any other taxpayers. Rod, when you come 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 to woke now and wokeness or however the right try to define it. It's evident to me that this this is all about race. It's clear. It's just we talked about how it was another dog whistle. It's not even a dog whistle now. Uh, if you can see uh, the last the latest development with I think his name Alan Bragg or Bragg's his name the DA in um in New York, how all of a sudden the Republicans decided that they have jurisdiction and they have a right to tell this man what he should be doing on his job. And and notice now they're doing the same thing in Georgia where Republicans have passed this bill so they can uh, uh, replace the DA elected who was duly uh, elected in Georgia. She's a black woman. They want to replace her. They want to have the ability to replace anybody who is trying to prosecute somebody that they don't want to, basically they don't want to prosecute mainly white folks. So you see a situation here where all of a sudden they are, they're going through these extremes when it comes to the black, you got black DAs who are, who are actually trying to do their jobs. And yet they decided that we're going to attack these people because I don't like the fact that they're going after Donald Trump. And, and to me, it, it, it kind of validates another thing. And that's that, what is it that Donald Trump has on these people, have on these people for them to be behaving the way that they're behaving, but to threaten, to threaten uh, uh, a DA in terms of, you know, you got to come before Congress to let us see what you, in an active, uh, active, uh, active case, to let us see what you're working on, to see all your information. Oh, we're not going to share it with anybody. Wink, wink. We're not going to share it with his defense. Wink, wink. Uh, the fact that they they are so arrogant about it, and and they'll throw wokeness in. We got this was this woke crowd. They're turning this, this brother uh, from Florida, uh, Republican. We're talking about how they've turned this into a political football. Uh, this woke crowd. So they do this nonsense by a political football and wokeness as if that gives them the permission to go after these black folks who are the only ones who appear to be willing to stand up to all of this law breaking by the Trump administration. Yes, yeah, Scott, I'm glad you mentioned Florida because what they have done is, and, and as you said before, they have took, taken this term and created a racist agenda around it. And in Florida, what they've done is they've passed a wokeness bill that literally stops anyone from mentioning race in textbooks, literally. So now when they're teaching about Rosa Parks, they're not allowed to say that she's an African-American or black, literally. So now they're making it a colorblind history to basically cleanse their issues that, that, that they have with it and not tell the truth. 
And we have, like, in um, Mississippi right now, what they're doing to disenfranchise African-Americans in Mississippi, they're bringing back literally Jim Crow legislation, which is going to allow the governor and and the white majority um, Senate in that state to pick judges in in predominantly African-American cities like Jackson. So they're literally going to let the white establishment circumvent the entire electoral system for that city and put people into place to oversee that city. That's what this whole agenda has fostered. Woke also means that we can see that identifying as conservative has absolutely nothing to do with how government spends money because they've been more than willing to break the bank, to go into tremendous debt to pay for unfunded wars and to give a blank check to the military. But it has everything to do with what the word originally meant, which is to conserve or leave things the way they are. Our eyes are open to the MAGA crowd doing their best to ignore the fact that America has never been great for anyone other than the beneficiaries of a white supremacist system of government designed, administered, and maintained by white supremacists for 404 years. Woke means we see the same hypocrisy in those who spread the lies about resisting socialism and entitlements while ignoring the fact that at the exact same moment that our ancestors were given their freedom and nothing else, after working for free for 244 years, that their European ancestors who came here willingly were being given millions of acres of land by the government that took it from the natives. But they now want to perpetuate the lie that they made it on their own, while also conveniently forgetting that the GI Bill and welfare funding that was also created almost exclusively for them was something that we were denied until long after they'd squeezed all the juice out of the orange. And all this as they refused to even want to discuss how black people who worked for free and got nothing while whites did nothing other than run away from life in Europe have continued to benefit from the biggest socialism that the the world has ever seen. And just a little side thought on the wokeness around reparations is that even though you hear a lot of talk about 40 acres in a mew, which only a few black families ever got, and that was taken away from them later, that the only true beneficiaries to ever get reparation in the form of money was a group of white former slave owners in the Washington, D.C. area who got paid for having lost their slaves. So. Yes, I am woke. You, you know, you got a situation here when they, they start talking about woke. Everything is, is uh, uh, associated with blacks, black people, like we said, is all of a sudden it's negative and it's woke. But still, we don't have elected officials or we don't have anybody besides people like ourselves who are actually holding them accountable and who are, who, who are actually saying, hey, this is nonsense. Because if you want to talk about wokeness, let's talk about all of the subsidies that you've been giving these farmers. Uh, you've been giving these farmers subsidies as long as I can remember. Even back in the teenage, when I was a teenager, and we don't want to talk about how many years ago that was, I used to hear about some farm subsidies. So you have a group of people who are out here. It's a reason that they continue to support the right. Because the right's been giving them welfare free money and calling it subsidies. 
is no different than than Medicaid. Is no di- medic Medicare, Medicare, well Medicare is no different from Medicare. Is no different from the SNAP program. Is no different from any of those programs where you're reaching out. Well, it is different because those programs are helping people who desperately need some help, who are unemployed, lost a job, whatever their situation may be, uh, or elderly or disabled or whatever. Uh, those programs are put in place to help people who are falling through the cracks. Where, whereas you got this farm subsidies, they're being paid not to grow a certain crop, uh, and they've been paid for that, but yet they still have farmland to grow crops that they're not being paid. So these people have gotten rich from farm subsidies, and they continue to get subsidies, and they're supporting the people who are going to court, going to battle for them to get more subsidies every year, but nobody's calling it what it is. And it's just a handout and it's well, it's welfare, but uh, nobody's talking about wokeness around that. Uh, And also with the wokeness in terms of CRT, uh, I don't hear anybody saying on the opposing side, from the Republicans, the Democrats, the independents, whomever, what's wrong with, telling the true history of this what what is it about telling the true history that you have you fear what's wrong with educating people uh i i don't hear anybody saying that making that argument and so you keep hearing all this wokeness uh it's like wokeness on steroids now well not wokeness on steroids but people talking about wokeness on steroids against wokeness uh i just need somebody from the left to stand up and try to slow that train down and, and speak some truth to what's really happening. Well, Scott, don't hold your breath waiting for the left to actually take any action. Basically, their their philosophy is let's win the next election and let's raise some more money. That's it. But as far as you were saying about the farm subsidies, not only were these Europeans given farmland, not only were they given actually low interest loan and subsidies, they were given instructions, they were given everything. And it's ironic to hear the same people talk about socialism when they're the biggest beneficiary of it. And in our home state of New Jersey, we have a governor, we had a governor, Christie, who had a farm, who didn't grow anything, but she got subsidies for just selling a few hundred dollars worth of firewood, which classified her land as farmland that she got government subsidies we have these millionaires in this country getting subsidies for doing nothing and and as you said complaining about the poor and entitlements it's it's ridiculous but again when we talk about things like this this is a perfect example of woke being woke and not sleeping and being able to actually articulate it and point these things out and that's what they're ultimately afraid of and that's what they're fighting against So let me say this. I am woke and I'm not ashamed. And we're just getting started in our quest to lay our rightful claim to the term woke. And we refuse to be quiet, even if others don't join in or allow themselves to be intimidated into silence by those who say crap like, why must race be brought into it? Or you're playing the race card or better yet, you see race in everything. Our reply No, the problem is you who lie, deny, and refuse to see race in everything when a country has been under the doctrine of white supremacy called the Constitution for 404 years 
as if a couple of pieces of legislation 60 years ago, which have been steadily challenged and walked back ever since, have somehow nullified the previous 340 years. So stay tuned and tell your family and friends to check it out as we go to the places where the brothers talk about systemic structural racism as being the need to stay woke from why whiteness and race isn't real, but they are things to why woke is ours and necessary to our survival, to why we have to demand black rights instead of civil rights. This, my brothers and sisters, is what the real CRT is all about. And this is how the brothers talk. In our Black Business Spotlight, it's still Women's Month, and we want to celebrate Black women entrepreneurship. Meet Nancy Harris and Tracy Green, the founders of Vontail, the first Black women-owned eyewear company to have established a partnership with Paramount and Nickelodeon. Their licensing deal allows them to exclusively make fashion-forward eyewear products for kids using the popular characters like SpongeBob SquarePants, Baby Shark, and Rugrats. With over 1 billion people worldwide in need of eyeglasses, they're entering the industry at the right time with their handcrafted ethnic designs as there are less than a handful of black eyewear manufacturers or designers. Vontail is quickly becoming a leader in the eyewear business, and the partnership with Paramount is just their latest exciting piece of news. For more details about the brand, visit its official website at Vontail.com. Com. That's V-O-N-T-E-L-L-E, Vontel.com. That's a wrap for this show. And remember, you can share your thoughts with us and follow and communicate with us by sending your comments, as well as your questions and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And as always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Until the next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time and interest and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's do better today because that's all we really have. Stay woke.